Welcome everybody to episode number 39 of the Thursday Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, joined as always by our three co-hosts, starting with Mike. Mike, how are you doing? Oh, really good, dude. You want to know why? <laughs> sure. Because today is no Nintendo Sunday. Woo! <laughs> no Nintendo <laughs> Sunday. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, right. that's not happened. That, that has, mic- that's already have not happened, so uh, you can live in I your own So, also joining us is Graham. Graham, how are you doing? Oh, 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 yeah, he is. I I guess mean, he's I'm in No, no, no. I, I'm doing good. I'm doing Put good. Put your I'm... switch down for a second. I am switch. We're no. doing a podcast. What's wrong with you? But I'm doing good. You guys are all doing Are you good. sure? See? Okay. Let's are, you, are, you, are you all right? <laughs> I'm all right. I, 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 I. Also joining us is Eugene. How's it going? I'm doing fantastic. All right, cool. So. Uh, everybody out there, you can join in on the conversation by joining our Facebook group. Uh, go to Facebook, look up Third Sun Gaming Podcast Forums. Join in the group there and take part in the discussion. You can also follow us on Twitter at Third Sun Gaming, T-H-I-R-D-S-U-N, gaming, all one word, uh, to take part in the discussion there. Let's get into the news this week. Starting off, um, Nintendo released the Nintendo Switch this week on Friday to mixed reviews. What did not release to mixed reviews, however, was... The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is one of the greatest, uh, one of the best reviewed games of all time. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into that a little bit later here in the episode. But uh, but that kicks off news this week. And up next, Microsoft announced Xbox Games Pass, which gives players limited access to 100 games for $10 a month. And it's going to launch later this spring, the way it works. Very similar to Netflix, we have that. So they'll kind of rotate games in and out. Once it's in there, you download it, you can play it until it's taken out of the rotation. So you don't own the game forever, you get it for as long as it's in the rotation. So some games I'm sure will be in there four or five months at a time, some maybe just for a month, uh, depending on the title and quality and all that good stuff. So any thoughts on this? I'm excited for it. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, for $10 a month, it's a fantastic deal, especially if you don't have a large games library. Uh, I myself don't see myself subscribing to it, uh, depending on the games, really. Uh, I did see a few games on there that were pretty interesting. Uh, I don't think they have a full detailed list now, but they have some screenshots of some of the titles. I saw Halo 5 Guardians on there yep, uh, and a few other uh, AAA titles. But I have most of the games on Xbox, and really with all the new games coming out, I don't, I don't see myself uh, going back into that game library. But for people that have uh, Gamefly... Uh, and subscribe to that every month. Uh, I can see this being a great deal for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody with a, even a limited income uh, and that people that haven't uh, gotten to play the old library games. I think it's a fantastic deal. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do too. I think this is where gaming is going. And yeah. it's going to be services like this. What would you have, Mike? I was going to say, I have uh, access to it. The, they gave the, the, however, somehow I ended up in the alpha ring. I have no idea how because I'd be the last person to do that. But, uh, um, they give you a one month free pass, and basically ninety five to ninety seven percent of the games are all, all games with gold or backwards compatible games that we've already seen on gold. So, yeah, but I think they're that's just, just that's probably the test it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It won't be that way when when it actually launches, but it's just to, I think just to test it. But yeah, yeah. But so far, I mean, the, the screens are clean. I mean, you know, no real complaints. Mm-hmm. Never bo- didn't bother downloading any of them because I, excuse me, pretty much own them all. So yeah. Right. But it looks promising. I mean, you, yeah. you put that besides uh, um, beside uh, EA Access, and you know you got that, and you got your Netflix subscription, and you got your Hulu subscription, and you got your Prime subscription, and you're good to go. You know. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, we're 
and consumers your Xbox are, Live subscription. Yeah, can, but well, consumers well, yeah, well, usually don't pay for that for a month. But yeah, consumers are conditioned now to pay a monthly subscription fee for things. Yeah, and I think I wouldn't be surprised at all if two years from now we see like an Ubisoft thing similar to EA Access and you know um, Activision, etc. Yeah, I see them doing that as well, and and I think that's the way gaming is going to go, and we'll you know we'll see how it all shakes out. But I'd love to see you know EA take it further. We were talking about this the other night, and just yeah. go with like sports games. So you pay a flat fee and you get all their sports games for the year. Yeah. So yeah. this and, model is not new. I mean, this is the no. you know the MMORPG model back from like uh, mm-hmm. EverQuest and, and WoW and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. you know you paid to play or tough titties, you know, and it. it this free to play stuff and everything like that that really ruins the the balance of the games most of the time. You know, most of the time it's pay to win. And, but in this kind of scenario, this would be definitely be something that I could see a lot of people more interested in. Because if you are low income, or or have a lot of bills to pay, let's put it that way, a lot of I mean low uh, spending money. Um, you know, I'd rather pay ten dollars a month to play a sixty dollar game than buy the sixty dollar game right out and put myself in a bad situation. Yeah. So do yeah, you know? Do you have to be an, uh, a gold subscriber? Yes. Yes. So you have to be a gold subscriber. So yep. I can see a lot of maybe uh, parents doing this, uh, especially if uh-huh. they just p- picked up the Xbox this last holiday season. Uh, they yeah. haven't gotten really a chance to buy all the uh, old titles. So uh, I, I think it's a great idea. I'd rather pay ten dollars for my kid and he have a hu- huge library uh, yep. to play and get into rather than you know spending sixty dollars every month on a new game. Yeah, yep. and like say you go and buy a game and that kid don't like that game or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or he beats it really quick and then it's like, okay, now i got to spend like another 60 bucks or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think this is a great idea for that reason. The fact that you get access to all those games for such a low amount of money, right? And then yep. there's got to be something in there that's going to be good to play. And if Tyler Sands is around for like five or six months, like mm-hmm. that's more than enough to beat a mm-hmm. game, even if someone's really struggling with it or they don't have a lot of time. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure they'll do it strategically. They'll put some AAAs in there and it'll be for 30 days. Yeah. And Thanks. it'll probably be your more competitive shooters, things like that, you know, multiplayer-based games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be in there for 30 days and then you can buy it if you want. And they've already said it's at a discounted price if you buy a game that was in that program. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 20%. Yeah, 20% okay. off. So, <clears throat> all right. Next up, we talked about it last week, and it turned out to be absolutely true. Uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War was officially announced this week. Yes. Told you. This game, so excited. Yeah. This game launches on August 22nd in North America and August 25th in Europe. Trailer looked really cool. Graham, you just finished uh, the first game, so you're probably pretty excited. Yeah, for sure. And just as soon as I finished it, like it's kind of opened it up for the new one that's coming out in August. So, like I said, I've talked about how I've been a backlog of games, so it felt good to actually get one out of there, and for it to be this one, which sets me up now for the sequel when it comes out. Mm-hmm. So, um, what was I going to say? Do you think they'll hit that uh, release release date, August? That's really close. Yeah, it well, is really I, close. I, well, let, let's see what they show with the gameplay that they're going to show on the 8th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that looks good and looks solid, then yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I, it is really close, so I, I commend them for uh, announcing a game, uh, especially since it leaked out. Because the way I understand it, the way it leaked out, Target leaked it out, and then oh, really? almost yeah. immediately, yeah, Target leaked it immediately right after WDB is just like, "Well, cat's out of the bag. We're going to go ahead. Here's a trailer. Uh, here it is, and this is when it comes out." So, mm-hmm. 
Uh, but like, they announced it, and then the release date is within six months, so that's pretty awesome. When yeah. did that first game come out? That was, like, what, three years ago now? A couple of years almost? ago. Couple it years. was 2014, yeah. I want to say. That, that's, yeah. that game is one of my top, probably top 20 uh, games for current-gen systems. That, that game is amazing. That uh, game was fun sto- to play, too. The story isn't fantastic. Um, it's kind of convoluted, and I don't think it really ties in with the uh, uh, the Lord of the Rings uh really storyline at all but man that gameplay the combat and the uh what's the enemy just sneaking around and stuff yeah. like that just yeah. sneaking around the leveling up the way you yeah. build your character uh, and then uh you have the uh god i can't even what's the name graham the uh the system where uh you have enemies that you fight nemesis uh, system nemesis system yeah and the nemesis i really want to see what they do with the new nemesis system yeah um, that was excited. amazing actually yeah. when, when i first saw that like when i played it and i think I think you learn about when you first die. And like when you die, you see all this stuff where it's like promote it and like mm-hmm. all this like AI stuff is going on in the background. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. So I can just imagine how far they're going to bring it now when it's because that game was a crossover, right? Between, um, or no, it was next gen, right? Yeah, it was next gen. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was on yeah. this. Yeah, I, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it was on the old gen systems too. Was it? Uh, yeah, I think so, maybe. But uh, yeah, definitely one of my top-rated games. I, I I spent so much time with the game, and I even it's one of the very few platinums that I have on my PlayStation. I really enjoyed that game. Huh. I just reinstalled it. I'm gonna start playing it shortly. Oh, it's great. All right. Cool. Up next, uh, getting more details on Destiny Two, still due to come out this year. And we learned this week what's gonna carry over from Destiny One to Destiny Two. If you have completed the Black Garden story and you're level 20 or above, your character's appearance, anything of all the character's appearance, will carry over to Destiny 2. However, no weapons, powers, or currency will carry over to the new game. So it's going to give everybody pretty much an equal start. Um, Your level doesn't carry either. So, Bungie stated, this represents the start of a new adventure for every single character. So, it's going to, and I think this is good. For people that like me that want to get back into it, that didn't, you know, that have kind of lost interest in the first one, um, I don't want to be overpowered right away yeah right so i want to feel like i'm on equal footing and i think that's that's the only right thing to do here well it's a good thing for me too someone who has never played destiny so now if i play destiny 2 mm-hmm. i don't feel like i'm overwhelmed by all these other people that are just way more powerful than me and have way better items and stuff like that so it yeah. seems like this is the way to go so i'm glad to see that they're <clears throat> taking that approach well honestly since you know they uh, did they have any um microtransactions in destiny Yes. Mm, yeah. Okay, yes, well, you could. Um, if they would just bring over nothing but your microtransactions, that would make me even happier because I love being on a complete and total new surface with everybody on servers and stuff like that in MMOs. So. Yeah. But they're gonna do what they're gonna do. I mean, I understand they still want their their extra revenue stream coming in, but let the microtransaction stuff come through as long as it's not, you know. But what like, if it's weapons, like a power weapon, weapon and stuff, and stuff like that? Yeah. I think the microtransaction things are just. Or just fluff, right? Uh, well, there is one one thing you can buy where it brings you up to a certain level, so it yeah. automatically. But I, I, they only release but that, that after. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, they only released that after the expansions came out. Um, so people could get up to that level uh, to start the new expansions and everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be there right off the bat. Right. Yeah, and I, you know, I think there's a general understanding too that microtransactions are for one game. You know. Yeah. It's not for. I mean, uh, for example, like I play Madden Ultimate Team every year, and 
you know, I'll spend some money on that, and I don't expect my 95 overall team or 98 overall team to carry to the next year, right? So, you know what I did notice, Kite, about that though? Um, this year they didn't give us uh, um, gold or whatever it is money for uh, our past, uh, our what we did the year before. You know, with the with um, the hut, I mean, foot and stuff like that. No hut, no football. Yeah. But, Football, yeah. Madden Ultimate, Madden Ultimate, yeah. Madden Ultimate, yeah. They didn't give us, uh, you know, um, um, a coin bonus. You know, they did that in fifteen to sixteen. Yeah, no, there wasn't one. Um, I don't remember getting one. Oh, you didn't get one this year. Huh. Well, well, that's fine. I'm okay with that too. Um, I'm okay with having to kind of start from scratch. But, uh, but yeah, so that that's what we'll be carrying over from Destiny One to Two. Battlefield 1, if you're a big fan of that, uh, played that yesterday, actually. Battlefield 1's first DLC, They Shall Not Pass, has got an official release date of March 28th, and if you're a premium pass member, you can play it on March 14th. So, coming up soon. What, uh, what I think is... Sorry, sorry, I was going to say, I got my eyes out for deals on that, uh, the the pass. Yeah. It'll it'll be soon if they're going to do it, or they'll wait till after the, that two-week period and then do it. <clears throat> but yeah. um in what could be exciting news for a lot of people gearbox may have shown the first footage of what could be borderlands 3 this week at gdc uh randy pitchford was up there from gearbox showing off how this new tech creates shadows and all this good stuff but everything in there was shown in the borderlands world so they didn't actually say it was borderlands 3 but they didn't say it wasn't yeah so we'll wait to yeah. see i would guess e3 for that yeah, well, and they need some kind of world to show this, right? And yeah. this is something that's easier, so I wouldn't get too excited, but I'm sure it's in the make, so... Oh, they've already said it's, it's in the making. It's a... They, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. they announced that, like, last E3, that it's it's in the making. They're already working on it, so... It, well, and it's a foregone... It's their most successful franchise. Yeah. Yes. So it's a foregone conclusion they're going to do it. Didn't they do, um... What was it? Battleborn? Yeah, they did Battleborn flop, flopped horribly. Because yeah. so it came they, out the same week as Overwatch, so... Yeah. So they need to bring their tentpole franchise back and get uh, get some revenue generated. So I wouldn't be I surprised at all. I love those games. Yeah. That, that They got the multiplayer right in that game, the way you work together and mm-hmm. um, pretty much four people, four-person co-op and attack missions and stuff. And it's couch co-op, too. Yeah. So that's the great thing about it. But all of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden, if this is true, and so let's say it comes out this fall, which I doubt, but you never know, this fall's getting really full. Yeah. Really quick. Like every other got, fall. Uh, this one almost even more so because you got Middle Earth now. You've got uh, you're gonna have Call of Duty every year. You've got Star <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront two. You're gonna see a major title from Microsoft to launch alongside Scorpio. Yeah. Um, we know we're getting you know all your big sports titles and all that stuff. We're gonna get Forza seven, and I know I'm missing one other huge. Oh, know, Red, Red Dead two. Yeah. And hell yeah. So th- this fall's already getting really full. So we'll see. Kind of what uh, we'll see what happens, but I have a feeling it's going to be an expensive fall. I don't know about, don't know about you, Ty, but I have that Red Dead's going to be a day one, and the rest are going to be wait till the price drops in two weeks. Yeah. Well, for some, yes, some, no. Um, not the my sports games won't be, and oh, yeah, I, uh, you know, Battlefront I'll probably get right away, but mm-hmm. all right, lastly. The Ghost Recon Wildlands beta had over 6.8 million players with over 34 million hours played. That makes it the most played Ubisoft beta ever, breaking the record set by For Honor the month before. 
So this a lot of people are really excited about this game. Yep, like I told you when I came with Ross and I saw it, I said this is what the division should have been. Mm-hmm. You know, the the division is like uh, it's terrible compared to this game. This game is, looks amazing. Have you any know? of us played the beta? I did no. not play the beta, but I did watch a whole bunch of it. You watched it, eh? Yep. Um, this game comes out March seventh, and funny side story here: the government of Bolivia actually filed a formal complaint with the French government. Because well, Ubisoft is based in France, mm-hmm. um, for the depiction of their company or their country in the game. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, and Ubisoft said that you know that country was chosen for its landscape and all that type of thing because it's a beautiful country. Mm-hmm. Um, it was chosen for that reason, but uh, they do not like the fact that it's made out to be like this war-torn, drug-riddled country um, when it truly, really isn't. At least not compared to some other. South American countries. So. I mean, people have tried this before, and, and I, I even think, uh, didn't uh, some country try to sue Activision over Noriega? You Probably. remember uh, yes, in, Call yes, Duty, in Call of Duty? I in Call of Duty, I think it was the first Black Ops. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody complained. And may, I think, is that guy still alive, Noriega? He's in he's in prison, right? Um, I don't is, know. I think he might be dead. Now. I think he was. I don't know. If he is still alive, I think he was involved with that lawsuit on the on the way he was depicted in that, and uh-huh. it got shot down in court because um, because it is a fictional game and uh-huh. it, it it's based on historical reference. Like he 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 was a bad guy. No one can no one can uh you know. Oh yeah, he was a cha- drug. Well, yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, he was, he is, he is over the Panama Canal uh, crisis and yep. all that, and uh, we put him, uh, we put him in in charge over there, mm-hmm. and then he basically defected and, and ran his own country, became a huge dictator, and you know, mm-hmm. so it's crazy. Yeah, That's, he's, he was uh, Panama. Yeah, yeah. it's so it's, uh, it's not not the first time we've seen people have a fit over something in a game. Remember, <laughs> nope. remember. Uh, he is in jail. He's just he's about to get out though. Yeah. He got a he got a okay. uh, seven year sentence in twenty ten. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure he was. Uh, he he tried to sue Activision for falsely depicting his character. Yeah, something like yeah. that, which isn't true at all. He's a horrible person. That's yeah. why you're in prison. Yeah. But if you remember, if you remember Modern Warfare two, the the airport sequence in that game, that got a oh, lot yeah. of people riled up. Mm-hmm. So, and I think there were some some things filed over that too, protests and whatever complaints filed and whatever so it's not the first time we've seen it we've seen it and it won't be the last don't play the game if you don't like it exactly just don't play it it's really that simple so all right everybody that does it for news this week Graham, let's turn over to you what can we get new in stores this week well there's not a lot going on for major title releasing this week it wasn't much last week either no either was last week but i'm gonna start with I was trying to get you going. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to start with multi-platform games, and then well, I'm going to cover exclusives. So let's get started. Two of the bigger known titles getting released this week are Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. You heard Tyler talk about that. Uh, seems like everyone really liked the beta, so it's probably going to be well worth uh, buying if you guys are looking for a game in that, uh, that genre. And uh, also is Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Now, Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon Wildlands will be released on March 7th, and it's available for the Xbox One, PS4, and PC. And Marvel vs. Capcom 3 will be released on March 6th for the PC, and then on the 7th for Xbox One. 
Uh, getting released on both PS4 and PC is Loot Rascals. This game gets released on March 7th for both systems. And for both the Xbox One and PS4, LEGO Worlds will be released on March 7th as well. Now, other games being released on PS4 this week are Nier Automata and Artillier Ferris, The Alchemist and The Mysterious Journey. What? Sounds exciting. You butchered those titles. Oh, uh, I probably did because I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to... A lot of people are excited about Nier Automata, so... Okay. Well, you see how these are written down, and you know, like, how is this pronounced? Yeah. But anyways. Yeah, Nier looks fantastic. You guys can send your hate mail to my pronunciation. I'm okay with that. You will. Uh, Xbox exclusives for this week are as follows. On the 8th, you can get Verdun. And on the 10th, Too Dark, also Tabletop Racing World Tour. Now, seeing we got a new system, we also have two games for the Switch being released this week. So it should bring that to a total of maybe 10 games. Uh, both will be available on the 9th, and they are Voyez and Blaster Master Zero. Old and Blaster Master. Oh, yes. So get your games, get your systems, and start playing. That's all I got for everyone. All right. Thank you, Mike. What can we save money on this week? All right. Uh, we're going to go with the games with gold for March right now. we got Layers of Fear available all month long. Uh, halfway through the month, we're going to have Evolve Ultimate Edition. Um, Borderlands 2 is available right now on the 360, and Heavy Weapon will be on the second part of March. Okay, PS4. This is what's for free this month. Um, we got uh, Tearaway Unfolded. Um, we've got Under Night in Birth. We have Earth Defense Force 2025 and Lumo. So that's what you get for free with PlayStation this month. Um, Xbox Deals. Let's see here. Uh, we got um, uh, Target. All all video games are buy two get one free right now. Xbox Digital Mirror's Edge Catalyst is eight dollars on via Amazon. Um, let's see here. Dishonored Two is thirty bucks or twenty three ninety nine GCU via Best Buy. Um, Fallout Four is fifteen ninety nine GCU via Best Buy, and so is Doom. Um, skip over to. There are no real good, uh, no real good um, console deals right now, because probably because of uh, what just came out with the Nintendo. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, West Digital Four Terabyte My Passport Portable Hard Drive is one hundred nine ninety nine via Newegg right now. Four terabytes for hundred bucks is pretty amazing. All right, now we're over to the PS4 deals. Let's see here, Physical Doom uh, for, for for PS4 is fifteen ninety nine at Best Buy as well. Um, PS4 is also involved in the buy two, get one free at Target. And actually, so is Switch. So, Grand Theft Auto is $30 at uh, Amazon. Probably about as low as I've seen it for PS4, as far as I can remember. Both Watch Dogs 2 and Dishonored 2 are, are $23.99 at Best Buy right now. Um, <clears throat> Skyrim SE, Steelbook version, $30 at Amazon right now. Um, Battlefield 1, $29.99 on PSN until March 7th. You got two days right now. Uh, DualShock 4 Wireless Controller, 2016 version, $45.99 at eBay.com. And that's pretty much what we got going on for that right now. So let's skip over to. There's no real Switch deals right now. I mean, they're basically just telling you where to get them right now, where you can walk in. Walmart seems to have a good amount of them, according to uh, what I'm seeing over here. And uh, 3DS deals. Um, 
there's like a couple. All 3DS games are buy two, get one free also at Target, so you get in on that. Um, um, Bravely Second in Layers, $20 right now on the online store. Um, Pokemon Sun and Moon Steelbook, used in very good condition, is $60.44 um, on Amazon right now. Um, they're actually doing, uh, GameStop's doing a buy two, get one free for the DS right now as well. Until the end of today. So much for that. Dragon Ball Fusions is twenty two fifty right now on Amazon. And on Jet.com, Nintendo products, 15% off with the code triple fifteen. Ends four one seventeen. So you got all month to get on that one. And that's pretty much gonna do it for me, gentlemen. Alright, sounds good. Let's move into what we've been playing and I'm gonna go first before the love fest ensues. Oh god. And uh I played some Battlefield 1, I played some Titanfall 2, um, played Angel 17 uh, as usual. I did actually start WWE uh, 2K17. Oh yeah? Um, How is it? Little, yeah, it's pretty good. I uh, got a little bit into it. And not too far yet, but um, just kind of the starting off career mode and all that type of thing. Um, and uh, what I really want to talk about though, is yesterday I got to play the Technical Alpha for Sea of Thieves. Oh! So Lucky. Yeah, so got a. It was only for three hours. Um, you know, I played for a little over two hours. Man, this game is fun. There's just so much cool stuff to do in it. So basically, what it is is you start off on a ship. You head to an island. So you got a map, and from that map, you go into your ship, like down to the first level down below. And there's like a whole table map, and you figure out you match up the little fold-out map that you have with. To find out which island you're looking for. Navigate yep. your way there. Try to find the treasure on the island. You also want to get resources like the wooden planks and bananas because that will help your health. Uh, the wooden planks will help you repair your ship if you're ever in a battle, which we were in several. Yes. And that... Uh, and then dropping drop the anchor yeah. there, Raz. Yeah. And that, uh, yeah, Raz came and played with us too. Uh, it was just a ton of fun. You, If you get the treasure, you got to get back to port with it. To actually kind of cash it in so it, it there's uh, there's decisions involved like do you want to keep going to the next island and keep trying to load up before you go because if you get attacked and your ship is sunk it's gone so we were actually we were in uh when i was playing there was one instance where there were actually three ships all fighting each other which Good. was which was really fun and chaotic so you're firing the cannons and you're heading below to fix the the leaks in the ship uh, what they had for us was four players um, would be matched up with each other through uh, matchmaking. And you work as a team of four as the crew on the ship to, to man the ship and then head around, you know, scavenge the islands as you stop on them. <clears throat> but I'll tell you that I played for probably a little over two hours and it didn't even seem like that. It seemed like I was playing for like a half an hour. The, it, the time just flew by. I see this being a game that it's easy for us to like get into, play with people in our community, and you look up and it's been like seven hours. So yeah, just much. a ton of fun. Mike, you played a little bit too. Any Anything to add on that? No, no. It's just it's a lot of fun. I mean, it, uh, you got, when you're steering the, the, the ship, it actually you can actually feel like it's pulling against you and stuff like that. Yep. Um, it's not, nothing is really just you, – you actually have to have teamwork because, like mm -hmm. I said, right – you know, they're like, there's a ship, turn it. I'm like, okay. So I go up there, and they fire off to cannons, and Raz is like, I'm going to go drop the anchor. I'm like, wait, no, boom, 
and then it'll just the anchor says right in front of the ship, and they're just like fire. Yeah, they, yeah, we got sunk. Done. We got sunk. Yeah. Um, there's there's tons of little stuff you can do. Like we were we're trying to read the map on the table. And it's like super hard to read because it's dark. So we're trying to figure it out. And all of a sudden, lantern. Raz walks up to the table with the lantern. And he's like, does this help? There's so little details <laughs> like that. Yeah, just that's pretty cool. Make it so cool. And, and uh, you gotta you have to like manually raise and lower, you know, the uh, yeah. the sails yeah. and, and turn them and do all that stuff. You can get drunk on the ship. One guy in our crew like actually got so drunk and the, the screen gets distorted and it's impossible to walk straight. Yep. So one guy got like so drunk on the ship that he fell off the ship. <laughs> he fell off so, the ship. Yeah. yeah, we don't need him anyway. <laughs> well, I was playing. I mean, it was it was uh, me and Raz when when I was playing, and then when Mike was playing, it was him and Raz, and then there's two random people. Yeah, and we're all talking to each other and laughing and having a great time with people that we'd never met before. Yeah. So that's really cool, and that that reminds me of the old days of Xbox. Yes. When people got on and just had a good time. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. And I think that this game's going to bring that back in, in a lot of ways. And I, I just, I think this game's going to be awesome. This is probably now my most anticipated game of the year I, after playing that, that alpha. I, I really hope it's uh, it's successful because from what you're saying, it, it sounds awesome and I really want to play it. Uh, it reminds me of Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag because mm-hmm. the best part of that game was getting your ship, Absolutely. Uh, getting into ship battles. Finding treasure, going to islands, finding secret spots—that was the best part of the game. So th- this makes me want to relive that, and then the multiplayer aspect as well. So how how many people can be uh, like on your team on your? So ship it's, it's four. It was four yeah. yesterday. Now I don't know if they'll increase that. We were kind of talking. We we're kind of hoping they increase it to six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there's with four, there's something for everybody to do. Yeah, and that that makes it really fun. And then even when you're on the islands, it's not like the treasure maps are self-explanatory. You kind of have to figure out where on the island you are versus where the X is. And you need and because when you're looking at the when you're looking at the map, there's no like you are here. And, yeah, you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> you have to figure it out and find it, and then you use the shovel to to dig. And Ras found the treasure like right away when he found the spot. So he's but he's played a couple of the different alphas that have been out. <laughs> Yeah, and this is the first one I got into play. So it probably took a good like fifteen minutes to kind of get the hang of what you're doing and what it's all about. But after that, it's I mean it's pretty easy to pick up and go. Yeah, and and just have a great time with. Yep, and they will have different sized ships too, everything like that. Yeah, I mean I I hope so because they can't do a one size fits all. You know, you got to have your your uh, fast ships. You got to have your big mm -hmm. bulky slow ships. You got to have everything going on. Part of me hopes though. Part of me hopes that they keep the. <clears throat> the leveling up and customization and crap out of it, um, just so it's so just so it's focused on just having fun with the people you're playing with. Oh yeah, and not about who's got higher what or whatever you know. Better ships yeah. and yeah. higher ranks and, and that, that I could see ruining it. Um, so I I, I kind of I, I hope they don't go too far down that road. But there was none of that yesterday in the alpha. No. So um, one size fits all. Yep. So we'll see what it brings, and, and my only thing is that when I, I fill out the survey they sent this morning and sent it back to them, you know, I just hope the world is is really good size. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you can explore and, and do, but it, it felt right though for how how few people were playing it, because the size of the world felt right, because we still ran into other players, we still had plenty of ship battles, mm-hmm. and there's still plenty of time where you can go and and go explore islands without feeling like you're under siege constantly. Mm-hmm. So it was a perfect balance, I thought, and it's. Uh, I hope they can keep that balance for the retail release because if they do, this is going to be an awesome game. Yep. 
So, all right, now it can be fanboy time. Mike, you want to go first before it's fanboy time? Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, actually, I I dug into uh, my uninstalls and I did reinstall uh, Shadow Mortar. I reinstalled the uh, the Stick of Truth too and put in like three or four hours into that last night. Um, installed Bully and installed Skate Three. Um, see, I haven't played those two yet though, but I did play Hand of Fate, uh, Fallout Shelter. Angel 17 for Honor, Battlefield 1. Um, I tried to play Shovel Knight, but it just was messing with my eyes, so I just left it alone. But that's pretty much it for me, man. I just played a lot of different games this week. All right, cool. All right, gentlemen, I understand some game came out this week that you want to talk about. Some game. Everyone's um, talking about it right now. Says yeah. you. Go ahead. The, <laughs> the floor is yours. So I'll go first with uh, the games I've been playing other than uh, the Switch and Zelda, which is my game of the year so far. Um, so earlier this week, I played a little bit of Halo 2. Uh, also yep. played a little bit of Rocket League, and I played some NHL with you guys as well yep. uh, this last weekend. So had a good time there. Uh, when Tuesday came around, I got my collector's edition of Horizon Zero Dawn, which I cannot uh, stress how important this game is and how great this game is. That if you have a PlayStation that... You, you need to buy this game because it is a fantastic game, uh, especially if you're if you don't have a Switch and you don't have Zelda, um, buy this game because if you like Shadow Mordor, or uh, Shadow Mordor, if you liked Assassin's Creed, if you like Far Cry, if you like uh, Tomb Raider, it's a good mix of all those fantastic games. Um, the story is very interesting. I played probably around five hours into it. Um, haven't leveled up too much, but the, the story is what gets me. And, and all the, all the, everything the critics have said about this being the, the prettiest game on the PS4 is true. It is a gorgeous game. Um, has a photo mode, just like um, some of the other games that have come out, uh, where you can play with photos. And, and it, it, it's just a great game. I can't recommend it enough if you have a PS4. So, Tyler, Mike, I recommend you guys uh, trying this game right. out, especially since... Uh, I know you guys won't probably won't be playing Zelda anytime yeah. soon. Uh, yeah. Maybe next week for you, Tyler. You're yeah, maybe next week for me. Yeah. So, uh, Thursday came around, and I went to the midnight release of uh, Zelda uh, Switch. And I guess, uh, Graham, if you want to cut in with the other games that you played, and we can kind of talk about our experiences with the midnight release and uh, all that stuff together. Yeah, no, I also did the midnight release as well, and... It was a great atmosphere. I would say there was probably a good 200 people there waiting in line. Wow. Uh, it was a really long process. By the time I got home, it was 2 in the morning. I might have played 20 minutes of Zelda, maybe half an hour. I don't even know. And then I forced myself to go to sleep because I had work early in the morning. The whole time I was at work, I was like, I just want to go home and play it. <laughs> I pretty much told everyone the weekend is a write-off for me, so don't ask me to do any work. And uh, yeah, but overall, yeah, the experience of going in line and getting it, it was like I said, it was a long wait, but there's like-minded people, lots of Zelda fans, lots of people had their 3DSs, so got some street passes. Graham, so, how yeah, many people was, were dressed up? And nobody was actually dressed up, actually. Okay. Eugene, uh, anyone? No, I didn't see anybody dressed up, that's, but that's I, I really want to. I, I had a pretty good uh, experience. I went to game. I didn't go out too early. Uh, of course, GameStop opened the doors at six, where you could line up and claim your uh, claim your Switch and claim all the stuff that you bought. Uh, I really want to commend GameStop and Best Buy for the experience I had with them. Uh, 
So first off, my GameStop, they called me that morning and reminded me, like, hey, uh, you can you can pick up your Switch at uh, midnight. You can pick up your Switch at midnight tonight. Uh, you can actually get here at 6, and at, like, 9 o'clock, you can go ahead and pre-ring yourself out so that way you can get out quickly. Um, I asked them a question while I had him on the phone. So when I pre-ordered the Switch, I pre-ordered the gray hardware. I wanted the neon hardware, though. My girlfriend wanted the blue and red controllers. So I asked him, hey, uh, this wasn't available. Do you have any where I can actually just switch them out? and get the color that I want. He said, well, uh, let me talk to my district manager and see if we can do that. Uh, if it's not an issue, we'll go ahead and do it for you. Uh, and I'll give you a call back if we're able to do it. He never gave me a call back. But when I got there, um, I'm like, hey, I, I called. I asked a question because they only had two of the colors. Uh, only the two? Color hey, wow. Yeah, they only what had two. colored? They, they only had two of the colored switches, um, the, the multicolored neon ones. Um, so I'm like, hey, I called earlier. I don't know if I'm able to do this. And he's like, oh, you're Eugene? No problem. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do that. And they swapped out my gray one with the colored one. Um, and whenever I – so I prepaid out everything. and It ended up being about $550 for everything I got with the Switch and the extra controller and the strategy oh. guide and all that. Um, I got the Zelda Special Edition. Uh, paid it out. Uh, I left there around 930. I went to Best Buy. Um, to see what was going on over there because I had my pro controller over there. Um, mm -hmm. So, so wait, up... you said it was a midnight launch, but you said you were, got in there at 9? Yeah, so I got in there at 9 and I, I prepaid everything. So that way oh, okay. when, that way at midnight, whenever they uh, actually handed them out, uh, I don't have to worry about paying. They can just hand you your stuff and go. Yeah. Uh, I went over to Best Buy and they did the same thing. Uh, you can uh, you can go ahead and get the items and, and they basically lock you in the store at 11 uh, they lock you in the store and they're like, hey, here's all the Switch stuff. Grab what you want. Uh, here's the line for your pre-orders. If you pre-order something, you can go ahead and pick it up, but we'll open the doors at midnight so you can leave with your stuff. So directly after uh, Best Buy, I went back to GameStop. Um, I, pre I had pre-paid all my stuff. They, they put a number uh, on my receipt. Uh, the second I walked in the door, they're like, number six. I'm like, oh, I'm number six. I, all I had to do was walk up to the counter. They had all my stuff bagged up for me. Uh, so that way they didn't have to go through the hassle of like, oh, what'd you have again? They had it all ready and they handed it to me and I walked out the door with all my stuff at 12.01. That's so, amazing. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, was a, it was a great, and there's probably, at game at Best Buy, there was maybe 50 people and at GameStop, there's maybe uh, 50 people. So I, I just, I heard them call out the number and I walked through the crowd and said, hey, I'm number six. And See, they just handed the, me my stuff. Yeah, the issue with me was... It was in a mall, so it's not like you could like have in a store and like that. So they were trying to keep everybody all organized. But they had 45 switches at this one for walk-ins for people who didn't pre-order. Mm -hmm. So I was number 41 in line. Uh, when I got up there, because the, he was handing out numbers, he's like, uh, that's it, there's no more. And I'm like, I'm like, you serious? Like, I'm the cutoff point? He's like, just one second. So he went into the store and he come back. He's like, okay. He goes, I got five more. So me and the next four people uh, end up getting a number for our switch. And this was at like probably nine o'clock, maybe just after. So then we had to get in line and wait till midnight come along. And then they were letting people in the store like one person at a time. And in front of me, there's people with pre-orders and walk-ins. And behind me, there's like four other people, like I said, with uh, their walk-ins and lots of pre-orders. So, like I said, I probably got out of there like 2 in the morning because they were only letting one person in the store at a time, which really oh, made wow. it a long, lengthy process. And there was probably a good 30 or 40 people behind me still.
And like I said, this was like two, so I imagine people didn't get home till like three thirty. So yeah, <laughs> there's probably happy. a lot of people other than late for work. I, I was like, I was home at like twelve forty. Um, I got out of there pretty pretty quickly. So GameStop and Best Buy were about thirty minutes away from me, so I had to drive for it. So, um, but yeah, they had Best Buy even had they had still tickets available, and there's about fifty people there. Uh, as far as I saw, no one had pre-ordered one. Um, but they had extra tickets by at the end of the night. They're still trying to hand them out. Like, hey, does anybody else want to switch? Um, we have extra. They had like ten extra tickets. Hmm. Um, oh, really? So they got a, they actually got a good amount of switches. I know uh, GameStop. They only got about six. Uh, they got four gray and two of the neon. Um, and there's there's already people there. Whenever I went there at nine, they're laying on the floor and like they've been there all day apparently. So um, same thing with Best Buy. There's some tents out there. Um, where people were waiting, which wasn't even necessary. You didn't have to camp out because they had all the extra. So uh, I, I thought the midnight uh, launch went pretty well in my area. And I know uh, Walmart even, uh, they did the same thing. Uh, they had extra switches. Uh, they had a pretty good pre-order process. So everyone that got one at Walmart had a good experience here too. Um, but moving on. Uh, I, I played the uh, I played this I played the switch. I didn't even play that night. I set it up and uh, made my profile and everything. Uh, didn't get to play until the next day. Uh, I booted it up and played with the features. It is very simple right now. the uh, The UI is uh, it flows nicely. Um, the sounds are nice. The graphics are nice. Um, but it, it's very basic right now. They don't have a lot of features. So basically, there's a profile. Uh, the profile has uh, your name and your friend code. Uh, and then uh, your friends list is also included in that. Um, so you still have to add somebody by their friend code uh, with the switch, which I'm pretty disappointed about. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they said somewhere where friend codes aren't needed anymore. You can just use the user ID. Um, so but very- I wonder if that's because can people have multiple people have the same user ID, or would they be like this one's taken? Uh, it's it's possible. So like right right now, my name is just my name, Eugene. So, uh, so I'm sure that might be a reason, but, uh, you know, your, your, your friend code is the same friend code that's attached to the Wii, Wii U and 3DS. Uh, it's your same friend code as far as I know. Um, so all your accounts are linked together. So I'm really hoping that whenever they launch the virtual console, so no, no virtual console on day one either. So that was something else that they said that they were going to shoot for. So no virtual console, um, the rest of the UI, um, there's settings, there's your settings, your profile. Um, what else is there? Controllers. There's an option for controllers, and, and you can take e-shop. pictures. That's yeah, you can. So yeah, so yeah, exactly. The uh, the switch can take screenshots. Um, so it has your photos there, and it has a, a news link, and that's it. That's all that's on the switch. You can't download any apps. Um, you really can't add anything to the user face. So the user interface is very very simple right now. Um, that's one of the reasons I think that. It has rated so low right now. I think IGN gave it a 6.5, I believe. Um, yeah. Which I wouldn't have given it a rating that low, but for a launch console, uh, they, there's only seven games available, uh, which I got two of them. Um, so only seven games available, no virtual console, friends list are broken. Um, uh, there's no way to play online right now because there's no online games except for Bomberman. Um, so really can't test that out. So I can understand these low ratings. Yeah. Well, another thing about the low rating as well, they did have uh, desyncing issues as well at the time, right? Yes. Yeah, and actually, day one, day one patch fixed that, and I've not experienced. Any I, I had I had syncing issues. I haven't I I haven't had any issues with Zelda because I've been playing with the Pro Controller. But last night, uh, uh, my girlfriend's family came over and we played One Two Switch, uh, and the person with the left Joy-Con. Uh, 
desynced a couple of times, but uh, it was like one, it was one or two times that it happened. And all you have to do is just get back in range. Um, yeah. So you have you can't have any uh, obstructive uh, views uh, of the console. Uh, Which is kind of tough too with one two switch being the type of game where you got to hold it in different positions exactly. and like ten you're yeah. eating it and stuff like that, right? So, yeah, and the game doesn't pause whenever it desyncs. Uh, it keeps going. So if you're speak. playing somebody, uh, you're playing with somebody and it desyncs, uh, they win basically. Or with Zelda, if it desyncs, you're using the Joy Cons, you die because it doesn't it doesn't pause the game uh, because the controller desynced. What were you gonna say, uh, Mike? Speaking of eating, there, uh, Grammy, you got your uh, you got your cartridge ready for the tongue test. Sure don't. So I did the tongue test, and there is a bittergent bittergent agent uh, on it, you know, because I you know saw the videos online, so of course I had to try it. Um, it's the same if you ever use the air duster, you know, like the uh, spray can of air, yeah. canned air. Um, you know, they put that bittergent in it, and you can kind of if you get it on your fingers or something, and you eat something. Uh, you can kind of taste it. It tastes exactly like that. It's very bitter. Yeah. Um, so uh, I can understand that the cartridges are small. They are tiny. They're smaller than a DS cartridge. Um, they're they're a little bit smaller than an SD card even. They might be a little bit thicker, but they are s tiny cartridges. So I can understand a baby or a animal eating those, and that, that's why they did that. Um, I don't. They didn't do it with the DS cartridges, so um, I don't know why they picked the Switch to do it. Cause, maybe because they are a little bit smaller, but... Um, yeah, they are tiny, tiny cartridges. Uh, the, the cases that they come in are about the size of a uh, PSP game case, if you guys remember those. Yep. Uh, they're, they're very small as well, but um, mm -hmm. DC key issues, I can totally understand. Um, I don't know if you had this issue, Graham, uh, but uh, have you used the Joy-Con uh, wrist strap at all? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. So, so basically, I've been using it uh, docked mostly, but sometimes I take it off or whatever, and like been playing like Zelda, just moving around the house. But mostly, it's just been docked, and uh, I've been having sliding into that insert. I don't know what that controller's called or whatever, but I've had no problems with it. So I, I've had no issues with it. Actually, uh, actually, the first day I did have an issue. Uh, it didn't click in all the way, and I didn't realize until I was actually playing with the uh, with the in handheld mode uh, a little bit. It it came off. Um, mm -hmm. So if, if you don't make sure that clicks all the way down, uh, there is an issue. But with one two switch, you have to um, between in the, in the mini games. First off, I hated that um, it only starts you off with five games, five games right off the bat. So you have a uh, uh, ping pong, table tennis. You have some beach run game where you have to run uh, to a flag and pick up the flag. Uh, you have the quick draw game. And a couple other games I can't think of, but you cannot unlock the other thirty games unless you play those five games, which is uh, you have to play a couple of uh, a couple of games of each, which I did not like because we're drinking, and the last thing I want to do when I'm drinking and want to play a video game is to run on a beach and wave my arms and stuff. Uh, so <laughs> I, I let the kids do that. I'm like, hey kids, play this game and beat it uh, until we unlock these games. So I put it off on them so they could uh, have fun with that. But uh, we played it a little bit and we actually had a, a lot of fun. Some of the games are flops. Uh, they don't make sense. Um, there's one game where you have to, I, I don't even get it, but basically you shake some dice, you flip the cup over, and you have to psych your opponent out into thinking whoever has the highest uh, cup total wins. Um, so you have to psych your other person out. It doesn't make sense to me. We, we couldn't figure it out, so we're like, we're not going to play this game. Um, have you have you had to guess how many ice cubes are in the glass yet? So there, that game is not on there as far as I know. Um, but there is one with the balls uh, where you're, you, you, you're you holding like a balls. box. Yeah, so we're holding balls. 
and you have to guess. And that HD rumble, it is no joke. Like when they talked about the HD rumble, you can fill. So imagine you're holding a little wooden box and there's uh, six little uh, metal balls rolling around in there and it's closed. And imagine you rolling that around. It feels exactly like that. It is so and precise. Like six of them too, eh? Like you can yeah, you, yeah, shit. you wow. you can count. And it's kind of hard when you have more more balls in the box, um, and you're trying to guess um, if there's like eight balls in there because you know. So you move it to one side and you're slowly rolling it, and the balls are rolling at the bottom. But the further vertical you go with the Joy-Con, um, the balls at the bottom, you know, kind of shuffle and and condense down. So it kind of confuses you a little bit. So. Um, but it is very. I can. I, I can totally understand the the ice cube shaking. Uh, the, why they did that demonstration uh, at uh, at their uh, press conference. Okay, um, I gotta ask you too, because um, you you got a newborn on the way really soon. Did mm-hmm. you try the practice of putting the baby to sleep? We didn't do the baby it? because the baby. What? So <laughs> so there is a. So this is my complaint about one two switch is uh, um, every mini game has a different mode of controls that you have to use. Um, so some of them require that you take the uh, wrist strap off, the extension off. Some of them require the baby one requires you to attach your Joy Cons to the Switch and uh, pick up the Switch. You know because you're like holding a baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we didn't play that because of that reason because we we're we we're playing the multiplayer uh, the games with it. Um, but uh, so that gets to my point about the wrist strap. So I'm having a huge issue. Uh, taking the wrist strap extension on and off. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I've had the same thing. Because yeah, so, I tried it, and I'm like, is this actually on right? Or yeah. like, am I doing this right? Yeah, I thought I'd broken it, or there's something really difficult uh, getting those wrist strap attachments off. Um, we, we, we had to struggle several times uh, putting them on. Putting them on is easy. Getting them off is the hard part. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a lock at the bottom. Uh, you unlock it, and then you you press the button, and you try to get it off, and it's still... It's still locked on there, so um, I, that that's one issue that I do have with it. Um, but one two switch, uh, even drinking couldn't save that game. Uh, that, <laughs> really? that, it, it should have been a pack-in title. It wasn't worth fifty dollars. I don't see myself ever playing it again. Played wow. it last night, group of people. We had fun, but we actually uh, ended up uh, turning it off and playing Jackbox Party Pack. You should. You should yeah. go train it in now. No. I don't. I, I well. I'll still keep it because there might be some because it does really uh, show you the features of the game. But um, I, I think I'll still keep it. But um, it, it's just for what you get. It's it's not that fun. I don't see so, me and my girlfriend just playing it together. You definitely can't play it by yourself. Um, so I don't know. If you had to pick one favorite from the games, what would you choose? Uh, the cow milking actually is really fun. Oh yeah. Uh, the boxing is actually a workout. Like it's no joke. Uh, the boxing, uh, it, it, how you play boxing is, uh, basically, uh, it, it tells you the moves on the screen. Like it shouts out right hook, uppercut, uh, straight punch, uh, and then at the very end you have to do a rapid fire, uh, where you're you're punching. Uh, but man, it, it's a workout and a half to, uh, go through that routine of that game. So, cool. All right, let's uh, let's transition transition into Zelda. Yeah, so I know you guys both played that. Basically, that was the only one that I bought. Uh, I got the special edition, same as uh, Eugene. I really can't say so so many good things about this game. So don't like, spoil, but go ahead. And no, I no, I want to spoil. But like, it's got survival aspects. The exploration is amazing. It's so much fun. 
you just climb mountains and just like paraglide all around and there's like tons of shrines too which have puzzles and there are no shortage of these so there's lots of puzzles um i haven't seen a lot in the world of dungeons but i i know they're out there because it's typical zelda um but yeah no it's so much fun um but uh, yeah what do, what do you think eugene oh man uh i want, I want to touch upon <laughs> the exploration of this game so um no game has uh really mastered exploration like this game has even skyrim even th this game anywhere that you see you can go any mountain that you see you can climb it yeah it, it doesn't stop you from going anywhere if you if you no. can see it you can get to it somehow even some of the mountains it may seem like uh you have a stamina bar right um so you can only climb so far without having to actually stand somewhere and take a break um and it may it may seem like you can't get up that mountain but once you find the the route that you need to take um you'll get up that mountain. So the exploration in this game is, is superb. Um, and another thing, too, I find this game is quite challenging. Like, I've died numerous times, whether I'm climbing and I run out of stamina and I fall. But, like, it's n never been to the point of frustrating. It's like, okay, well, I'll oh, try no. something different. Like, Or another thing, too, like, the weather system is amazing. And I've heard people talk about it, but I didn't get experience. But there's like lightning storms, and you could be holding a, like a metal object, and you attract lightning. So mm -hmm. you can you can even die from lightning if it's in a lightning storm. Yeah. So yeah, de definitely weather does play a a part in this game. Uh, I was doing a quest earlier where you have to light some. Uh, you have to bring a fire somewhere basically, uh, mm -hmm. and and if it's raining, you can't carry that fire with you on the torch. So you have to wait till wait till it stops raining. Uh, for you to be able to complete the quest. So, um, yeah, that, that's pretty awesome that weather uh, actually plays an effect in this game. Th this is by far the best Zelda game I've ever played. Uh, it definitely gets a, a 10 out of 10 uh, in my book. I haven't run into any glitches so far. The only issue um, issues I've been having are slight frame rate issues. Uh, yeah, that, that's the only thing I've ran into as well. Yeah, so slight frame rate issues when it's really busy on the screen, but this game is gorgeous. It, it is a beautiful game. Um, it, it's definitely, definitely worth a try. Um, but I can't, I can't go, I can't go enough into the exploration and then also the customization too. So in the past with Zelda, um, you only basically get like three or four swords and you get your tunics, you have three different tunics, but yeah. there's so much, there's so much apparel in this game, uh, yeah. different tunics do different things. Uh, at the very beginning of the game, you have to go up on a, a cold mountain. So going back to weather, um, you know, in past Zelda games, you could, you could be in a snowy area or you could be in a uh, fiery area and it wouldn't affect you. But now um, you have to have warmer clothes to go up on a, in a colder area. So if you mm -hmm. don't have the right clothing, then you die. Um, so you have to find the, the right uh, clothing or you have to eat a certain food that gives you cold resistance. Um, never before has Zelda done anything like that. I mean, they had no. the fire tunic uh, where, you know, uh, you could walk on fire basically uh, and not get burned. But, the, the level of customization in this game, the different swords that you have. Uh, uh, one complaint I do have about the game is that your weapons break all the time, but there is no shortage of weapons in this game. Yeah, I was game. just going to say, there is no shortage, but I think, I haven't seen it yet, but I think you can get things repaired. I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but I think the game kind of hints that this could happen. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a blacksmith to pop up because there are some items that... Uh, so your shields can break, your bows can break, 
you have tools in this game, so you have an axe, you have a uh, a big uh, sledgehammer where you can break rocks and collect minerals, uh, and that's another aspect of this exploration too. Is uh, you collect items in this game, so you collect fish. Um, different. Yep. There's different kinds of fish. There's different kinds of meat. Uh, there's all kinds of ves- vegetables and flowers um, in this game where you can craft items, craft food. I like how, too, the crafting is you can you hold five items actually in your arms, and you can mm-hmm. see the five items, and then you throw them into a pot, and then it turns into, like, elixir or, like, a meal or something like that. Right, yeah, so... Like, once you, lots once... of little fine details in this game that just look amazing and work really well. Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't hold anything back with the Zelda game. It's, it's, it's not a traditional Zelda game. It, it's a lot more... Uh, closer to the Witcher or Skyrim, yeah. the way exploration is. Yep. Yeah, the way the exploration is, the way, the way food crafting is. Um, so imagine all that in the Zelda universe um, with everything. Uh, I, I probably put in maybe 10 to 12 hours in this game, uh, and the majority of it has just been exploring, trying to get to d- areas that I see, um, trying to activate as many towers as you can. Um, yeah. But you can only get so far, like like in Skyrim, for example. Once you get access to the map, you can back, basically travel anywhere. Um, and there's really not too much to kill you. Like, you might run to a troll or something, and if you run into a giant giant, um, uh, you avoid them and you're fine. But in Zelda, you get to a point where, man, the, I'm not supposed to be here because these guys are <laughs> killing me in one hit. So um, there's only so far you can go, but... Um, uh, the, the heart system is different as well. Um, so these shrines that you talked about, um, in the past Zelda games, you would beat a dungeon and they'd give you a heart container uh, or you would find pieces of hearts, you know, just in ma- in, in various areas of the map and you collect those and you get a heart. In this game, you complete shrines, which there's shrines everywhere. Um, yeah, there's over a hundred of them. Yeah, so each shrine has like one puzzle uh, and, and some of them, I, I got to one today that is so complicated. Um, <laughs> but once I figured it out, it was I, I was amazed. So uh, I'm gonna try to stay store the free. But there's a there's a dun- or a shrine that I went into where you have to. Um, do you guys know that game where it's like uh, you have a ball inside of a, like a case? Oh, I know that you have to you're go talking. through the maze. Yeah. You have to go through a maze and move that ball around by t- tilting and everything. Well, you do that in Zelda. There's a uh, puzzle that you do. That it's a giant maze, and there's a big stone ball, and you move your uh, you move your controller um, to try to get that ball through the maze, and there's a possibility of the ball falling out of the maze because there's holes and things like that. Yeah, and then you yeah. get to the very end, and then you can pop the ball into uh, uh, a hole that opens the door to the end of the shrine. Uh, but very simply, um, all you have to do is. I, I had to watch a video actually online. I'm like, I cannot get this. I was getting frustrated. I'm like, I'm going to do this later because it's going to take me forever to do this. But all you have to do is flip your controller over. The ball falls off the maze and another ball falls down. But by you flipping your controller over, it flips. Okay, don't ruin this for me. Stop it. You, you basically, <laughs> they, they really got really crafty with how you yeah. solve puzzles. And once I solved it, I'm like, oh my God, that is ingenious. That yeah, no. They, that you're you're so frustrated with this puzzle, and then they uh, they go in there and they're like, oh, it was really this simple because I was just getting into the maze so much and getting so frustrated, and then it had a very simple solution to it. You just gotta um, really react with the environment, really react with your controller, and it, it is very simple after that. So, um, yeah, these shrines, uh, you you collect, uh, you get these. Uh, what are they called? They're orbs. stones. They're orbs. Orbs. So you collect these uh, shrine orbs. And you take them to the uh, to uh, the temple, 
and you can get heart pieces or you can get a higher stamina bar. So you're basically leveling up your character um, in, in that meme. So I, I think that's pretty ingenious as well. Yeah. No, I, I love it. And like you're talking about the puzzles and stuff like that. So basically they give you pretty early on in the game, you get the four things that you use for all the shrines for solving puzzles. And it, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And basically, you just use your imagination to come up with ways, and there's not just one right way for some of them. Some of them you can just come up with your own little clever idea. And sometimes they even, like, if, even if you go, like, above and beyond to solve that shrine, they'll have, like, hidden chests around, too. So you go, oh, yeah. like, oh, I wonder what if I try to get up to that spot. And then you'll, like, work your way up there, and you're wondering, like, is this just a waste of time, all this stuff I'm doing? And then you'll get up there, and it's like, oh, there's a treasure chest. So, yeah. no, I really like that. Like, your imagination is your limit. And you're not forced to do these shrines, which is a really good thing. Because some people have trouble with puzzles or they don't really want to play puzzles. But if you're playing Zelda, then this kind of comes with the game. But basically, if you want a lot of hearts, then you compete shrines. Because like, right now, I could use more hearts. So now I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe I'll just go explore the world and find some of these shrines and do puzzles. And then I'll get more hearts, and then I'll go, like, battle different areas or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I cannot recommend this game enough. It is a fantastic game. It deserves all the praise, um, even if you're not a Zelda fan. Uh, like, I, I have no... Uh, there's no question that, Mike, even if you picked up this game, uh, I, I really think you would yeah, enjoy even it. Mike. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just put Zelda... Put the name to the side, but just play the game to explore it and to get the story. The, the story's... Um, probably one of the best uh, stories I've uh, heard as well. Um, I mean, there's a there's a point at the beginning of the game where you learn who you are and why you're here, um, and it, it, I was just blown away. Uh, this is the best Zelda I've ever played, and, and I've played some good Zeldas. I mean, yeah. it, it brings me back to Ocarina of Time, that the change that Ocarina of Time uh, made for the franchise, and they're they're doing it all over again. So, if, if I had to say, like, hey, is this is this game worth picking up the Switch over? Yes, this, this yeah. game is worth picking up the Switch over. If you can't get a Switch, and if you have a Wii U, play it on the Wii U because um, I've seen comparison videos, and they they look almost identical. And, like, um, even if you don't have a Wii U, it's almost worth going out and buying one secondhand or whatever and then going buy Breath of the Wild for Wii U. Yeah. So for, say, 200 bucks or maybe less or a little more, you can, you'll can you have an amazing experience. And, like, you guys might be listening, like, wow, you guys are, like, obsessed with Zelda. All these fanboys, no, no. But do any kind of research or searching. Like, every pretty much every site's given it a 10 out of 10. Metacritic gave it a 98, which is pretty much unprecedented. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's it's amazing. And, like, I've even read stuff where people are like, I'm not a Zelda fan, like, don't even like the series. And he's like, but I cannot recommend this game enough. It is great. Yeah, my so, question would be, did you like The Witcher? Did you like Fallout? Um, did you, Do you like Final Fantasy? Uh, do you like puzzle games? If you like any of those, you'll enjoy this game this game is for you uh there's they didn't target a specific audience with this game uh anybody i can't think of unless you only strictly play uh call of duty fpss or if you strictly play play sports um then i, I probably wouldn't recommend this for you but it is an <laughs> yeah. experience uh, yeah it, it is an experience if you are a gamer then experience this game and play this game it, it's fan- it's like me trying to explain hey pick up the last of us 
or hey, pick up Uncharted or pick up Tomb Raider. That that's what this game is. It it, it takes everything I love uh, in regards to exploration and RPG elements. Uh, it takes everything from all these great games and it puts it into a Zelda universe, which I'm a Zelda fan anyway, but I haven't really, I, I, whenever I played Twilight Princess, uh, Wind Waker even, uh, you know, I, I never finished Twilight Princess. I never finished uh, Skyward Sword uh, because I really didn't get into that universe because for the most part, those games are linear. This game is not linear at all. You can go anywhere you want to the, for the most part. Um, explore the map and just climb climb mountains and and glide everywhere and it's an exciting game so i can't recommend it i'm i'm hoping guys that a week from now i agree with you i yeah i want to hear i want you to play it tyler and i want you to hear what you got to say about it yeah because i'm i'll be objective but i'm not uh i'm traditionally not a zelda guy so we'll see if your uh if your assessment holds up so uh you know i i didn't go into this thinking that oh this game is uh, it's rated high and it's going to be amazing. Uh, I, I didn't go into thinking like that. I went into thinking like, well, uh, let's see if this can, uh, you know, am I going to play this or Horizon? And I, I'm going to play this. Mm-hmm. Thinking I'll get off this podcast, I'm, I'm going to jump right back in because um, I, I cannot recommend this game enough uh, for, mm-hmm. for gamers anywhere. And uh, uh, Do you guys have any questions about the Switch or the game or anything? No, I, we, can, we can talk a little bit more about it next week once I get my hands on it too. Um, yeah. just kind of, you know, and it'll be, uh, it'll be nice to see, because I know you two are really looking forward to the system, right? So, I, I've been sort of indifferent on it, I'm getting it, so we'll see if, if the, kind of the takes on it match up, and, uh, that'll be an interesting thing, and I'm not going to go in looking for it to be bad, I just kind of want to see what it's all about, but the only game that interests me at launch is Zelda, honestly, so, hopefully... Yeah. Well, that's basically all they have going for them that's mm-hmm. actually scored well and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, yeah, no, for that reason alone, I think it's great. And, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't wait for uh, um, Mario Kart to come out. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, yeah. to be honest, I'm much more looking forward to, like, Mario Kart or Super Mario itself or maybe even Splatoon later mm-hmm. um, as, as we head towards the summer. But and into the Yeah, fall. but uh, the lunch games are... <laughs> Bomberman looks great and everything, but everyone's saying it's not worth fifty dollars. Uh, and you go online to it's it's the Switch's only online game right now, which is I understand the reviews because I completely agree with the reviews because um, there there shouldn't be at this the time that we're in missing features like that. Can't even no. download Netflix. That 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 is a it's almost. It it's in, it's inexcusable. Yeah, it's inexcusable, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it, it it has to be there because that's what I use my Xbox for, and that's mm-hmm. what I use my PS4 for. So why can't I do it with the Switch? They sh- they should have all that ready. They should have had, um, they should have had a uh, um, virtual console at launch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a given. Yeah. It's a given. Yeah. They should have had that feature. So um, the console, I, I agree with the reviews. Uh, I give it a seven. Uh, you know, personally. Uh, I give Zelda right now with what I I give it a nine point seven nine point. Why are you giving it a seven though? I mean, so it functions, but it doesn't do anything that the rest of the the consoles do. Yeah, that, I mean, it, it functions. That's that's really what it does. In, in well, we're, what we it can, has. yeah, we kind of live in an age though. I mean, the IGNs of the world have trained us that seven is like okay. Yeah, well, that's it's it's creative fun. too, and like the way the Joy Cons come off and they snap into it, and then you got the controller, like. It's really seamless too, and works really well. The, the biggest issue is lack of games. 
But right now, like Zelda is enough um, to carry this and convince people yeah. just to buy it just for this. But um, once Zelda's done and over with, they need something else. I'm not so big on the launch line because we were singing the same tune about Xbox One and PS4 back in 2013. The the launch items weren't that big. And we waited until, you know, with Xbox you got Titanfall in March and then the reason Watch Dogs sold so well in the in the spring of 2014 was because there was nothing else. Yeah. And people were dying to play. I mean, that game set records for sales. And it was because there was nothing else to play. And people were excited to get something new that had promised the world. But but that's I, I'm convinced that if Watch Dogs had come out in the middle of a console cycle, it never would have sold that well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of the same thing. So I'm not worried about the launch lineup. The games will come. It's The virtual console bugs me. The, the mm-hmm. fact that I have to send a special code to somebody to add me as a friend is ridiculous. This is 2017. Yep. And that, I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. And right. if you can't add, if you can't have Netflix or Hulu on this thing, that is inexcusable. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. It is a very, that, that's why I said the UI is so simple. It's so basic. It is very minimalist uh, with what it has right now. Who knows? Three months from now, it'll have everything. But why couldn't they have it at launch? That's my only complaint about it. Uh, I haven't the the console's great. Um, the handheld mode is great. I played a little bit of a uh, uh, the handheld mode in my bed uh, last night. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's a good system. It is an okay system, but mm-hmm. Zelda is, is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, but exactly, why can't I watch Netflix on it? That's you know that's that's really my uh, Gaming consoles aren't gaming consoles anymore. They're multimedia, yep. multi-entertainment consoles. They are so, centerpieces of the living room is what right. they are. And so many people and, are hating hating uh, on the IGN review because he keeps comparing it to the Xbox One and PS4. But that's, shit. that's, that's the standard. That, that's, the, that's the standard. I mean, that that's how you review something and by comparing it to something else. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, was, I was really pissed that everybody compared, you know, everybody said the Twins sucked last year because they compared them to the good teams. that's not fair if they're in a league by themselves you know that's not fair you should compare them to all the other crappy teams yeah I mean but overall overall it is an okay system I do think uh, I I can can only recommend at this time right now Zelda Um, (coughs) and Sniffer Clips uh, I didn't really talk about Sniffer Clips but that's a great couch co-op puzzly game um that's a great game as well, and it's very underrated right now. But it's it's twenty dollars on the eShop uh, if you want to buy it. So, um, but overall, the system is okay. Yeah. Yeah. And all right. So let, let's move on. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more next week. Uh, let's get into our questions from the community. I've got a couple of them here via email. So let's jump in. Um, the infamous Stephen Wiseman. Oh fuck that guy. Has. Uh, he, there's a myth out there that he had a good game the other night in NHL. Oh, don't, don't, don't. And, <laughs> satisfaction. It's a myth. Yeah, let's just move on to the question. Um. Anyway, his question: Which game would you rather see a third, ver- or, you know, like a uh, a third sequel of, um, Left 4 Dead, Portal, or Half Life? Keep in mind, none of these will happen. But which one would you rather see? Um. That's gonna have to go with Portal. Definitely gonna have to go with Portal. I liked Left 4 Dead 2 a lot, but uh, I mean, honestly, Valve is done with screwing around with games besides yeah. Steam stuff. That's why I said it's not gonna happen. Yeah, but Valve's pretty much done with games. Yeah, 
I, I loved Portal, but I'll, I'll go Left 4 Dead. I just had a really great time. It was one of my first, like, experiences playing co-op with other people that I thought was just a blast. Well, at least with Left 4 Dead, um, uh, it was zombies done right. Yeah. So I thought that was really fun playing with other people. Yeah. I, I agree with Left 4 Dead as well. I mean, mm-hmm. they, I mean... I wouldn't say there's not a possibility for Portal, but uh, like you, like you said, they're they're basically done with games. They're making enough money off Steam, so why invest money into games uh, when they're already making money? I, I don't see it happening. But Left 4 Dead, I like you said, Tyler. It's kind of like Sea of Thieves. Yes, uh, that 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 really made uh, online multiplayer. It brought people together. Mm-hmm. The, you brought up four people into a room. You had one one focus, one goal, one objective. Uh, you communicated with each other. You helped each other out. It was a it was a it was a time that multiplayer was great on mm-hmm. the Xbox. So I, I would love to see Left 4 Dead come back. And, and by the way, if you guys all haven't signed up on Sea of Thieves site yet, do that. Yeah, I, it would be great if we all got a code for things we could go play the four of us and yeah. talk about that on the show because I, I think it's just so much fun. Yep. But Graham, what are your thoughts on that question? Well, I maybe because I didn't have the right experience, but I did not like Left 4 Dead at all. Okay. And I haven't played any of those other games, but if I had to choose, I would go with Portal because Portal seems like it's the best game. Didn't, that didn't Portal set. Two win Game of the Year? I think. It I did. think it did. I think it yeah. did. Yeah. And like I've seen a couple videos or stuff on Portal, and I like the whole concept of it. So that's the one I would choose just for that reason. Well, so the best release they ever put out was Orange Box. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. was a fantastic release. I mean, if they um, want to make some money and in, in easy easy to develop, just bring back the orange box on PS4 and uh, Xbox. Yes. Xbox. Yeah. I mean, I, I, but honestly, I, I didn't really enjoy Half-Life. And I played Half-Life at a point uh, where I'd already played Call of Duty, I'd already played Battlefield, um, and then I'd go back and play Half-Life, and that, that game hasn't aged well at all. I mean, I'm sure for its time, it was a fantastic game, fantastic story, but I couldn't play it. I couldn't get into it. So um, Portal is ageless, though, and timeless. Um, you could really, if you've never played Portal before, play Portal. Um, I would say the same for Left 4 Dead, but probably I don't know who plays Left 4 Dead anymore. Um, but that um, was also that is, was a fantastic uh, game. Left 4 Dead 2 is backwards compatible, by the way. I do want to. I wonder if there's still. Uh, oh yeah, there's, there's probably tons of people still playing it. They, okay. I'm, I'm sure there's a few hundred oh, online. Yeah. All right, cool. So uh, next question is from Raz. Um, what up, he, Raz? Yeah, he asks, have you guys ever had to change your gamer tag on Xbox or wish you could on PlayStation Network? Huh. If, if so, what was the reason for it, um, for wanting to change it or having to change it? He said he's had the same gamer tag since day one. Who would like to go first on that? I'll go. Okay. Um, when I, Evil Lawn Gnome was my first one ever when I signed up on the original Xbox. Um, kind of wanted that one back. I tried a few times with support, but because I didn't have the old information or my old email address that didn't exist because this cable company didn't exist, I couldn't get it back. Um, when I was playing on uh, the 360, I was Blix 360. And so when I went to change my gamer tag to Blix 1, somebody had already taken it for whatever reason. I mean, there's not a lot of people out there that know what Blix actually means. Um, so... With that being said, I heard about the, them making it so you you could get all of these these released. Um, they were sorry, the air conditioner just kicked on and messed yeah. up. Um, all these uh, um, names were being released that nobody had ever used, and it's like two letter names and all kinds of stuff. So people managed to jump on like you know two letter names and three letter names and stuff, and I typed mine in to see if it was available, and it was, and I snapped it right up. 
So that's right. that's my story. And I, I, I keep telling Tyler, Raz, I keep telling Tyler, he needs to go back to his old name. It's a Baylor. So, so I, I originally, um, I was a fan of a show called Married with Children, which is a fantastic show. Um, so my original Xbox gamer tag was Albert Bundy. <laughs> and uh, I changed it, what, three years ago now, maybe four, to uh, Wild Gopher MN. Um, just thought we'd get with something a little more current um, and something that spoke about me more than having some fictional character. Because And the, one of the reasons I did it is that when they did games like 1 vs. 100, if you had anything close to like a copyrighted person or a character as your gamer tag, they wouldn't bring you up on stage. Really? That was actually one of the rules, yep. Huh. So... <clears throat> That was one of the reasons I did it as well, uh, to make it something, you know, neutral that wouldn't do anything like that. So, um, that's the reason I changed it. I do sometimes wish I, I would could change back and have thought you about can. it a couple it's times. I, I, I know, it's still available. Um, but uh, for now, I'm I'm cool with the one that I have. So, how about you guys? I know, Eugene, you're going to go on about PlayStation. Yeah, okay, I mean, so, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Then. Okay. <laughs> so... Originally, when I got my Xbox 360, it was I got that and uh, Guitar Hero 3 at the same time, and I did not play online. I I was not right really into playing the Xbox that much. So the, my roommate at the time, I think he just came up with the gamer tag, and I had that. But then when I actually started getting serious about it and playing online, I changed mine to Music Dweller, which was the name that I've had kicking around forever. Um, so shooting out your ass. That was basically my story. And um, Good story. as far as PlayStation, not beyond the cool story, change, bro. Not beyond the change your gamer tag or whatever you want to call it, your PSN ID is kind of ludicrous. Let people change it because people have age now. They PlayStation yes. Network's been for a long time, so people would like to change it. So just get your shit together and allow people to not have like Mickey Mouse with no, and like, there, whatever. There, there are people now that are parents that yeah. have gamer tags with like I hate kids or with, something. No, with like <laughs> they have gamer tags with like four twenty sixty nine. L O L pew 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 four twenty sixty nine. Yeah, it's like and X X. Yeah, <laughs> there always has to be the XX at the beginning. Yeah, because like, yeah, 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 yeah. the other score, yeah, yep. dweller underscore XX sixty nine yeah. four twenty yeah. XX pew pew. <laughs> All right, Eugene. Yeah, so I, I've I've changed my gamer tag probably around five times because guess what? I got my Xbox uh, three sixty back in two thousand eight, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Uh, personalities change, people change, so I, I've yep. changed my. Uh, gamer tag several times, and I, I probably re I've been thinking about it. I want uh, one uh, you know, one gamer tag, one ID across all platforms, uh, but I can't do that because of PlayStation, which I also got in 2007. So I was a different person back in 2007. So I don't like my PSN ID. I want to change it, but I cannot change it um, because of Sony. But uh, and really, I, I, the Nintendo system, we, we complain about the front code, but guess what? I can change my actual ID, my name, anytime I want to for free. For free. Yeah. For free. That was so, the thing yes. with Xbox. I paid 20 bucks, I think, or it's 12 10. bucks. It's, it's $10. 10. Yeah. It's probably 12 Canadian, but yeah. Yeah, 10. so yeah. 12 bucks. With your wooden money. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a given. Allow us to change your names and... Uh, I, I like I like having that feature that if I do change my personality or change 
uh, what I think, and I might find a cooler name now. Like, I want to be able to change it, but I can't do it across all systems, but uh, I do enjoy the feature. Yeah, cool. All right, Eugene, you said we on from Facebook. Was it the Zelda one that we already answered at length? Uh, pr- I'm pr- pretty much. Uh, so Brian Richel asked on Facebook. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I have a few. How do you like the Switch? How do you like Zelda? We've already answered that. Anything yeah. you would change in Zelda or the system. So the only thing I would change is if it isn't available, which I've looked at forums uh, online, Graham. Uh, from what I've seen, there isn't a blacksmith. So the, my only complaint is about the game is uh, you get weapons and you might get attached to one. You really like it, um, the way it uh, acts, because there are heavy weapons, light weapons, there's spears, there's uh, bows and arrows. Um, there's all kinds of weapons that you can get. Um, but once it gets, once you use it enough, it gets damaged. You can't just equip something else and then go to a blacksmith and repair that weapon, uh, at least as far as I know. Uh, it breaks and it goes away forever. That's kind of lame. But the thing is, like, I haven't found one weapon where I've never been able to find a duplicate of that one. Yeah, I, I, I've seen plenty of duplicates. And, and I believe what happens is once you, once you go into a shrine or dungeon and you pick up that one weapon you've never seen before, the shield that you've never seen before. Uh, I found one uh, yesterday uh, that I've never seen before. Uh, and then today I was fighting some guys and they had that shield. So I'm like, oh, okay, so there are duplicates of the special shield that I found. So, um, But, you know, once you get attached to something, I'd really like to, you know, just take it. I understand. I, I, I like the idea that, you know, weapons wear down. You know, they don't yeah. stay perfect. But in every other game I played, you can go somewhere and get it repaired or, or craft, put two of them together and make it, uh, you know, full health again. Like uh, Fallout, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, you put two together and you have a good weapon again. So yeah, well, that, I, I, that, I'll back you up on that, too, because for where you have, like, store momentum in an object where you keep hitting it, I don't like that you can potentially break an, a weapon because right. I pretty much did that and I left the shrine with no weapons and then so I was pretty much just trying to run and avoid everyone because I had like my bow with a few arrows or something like that but I had no melee weapon except yeah. for a torch <laughs> so yeah. nobody's and start especially the tools torch. like uh, so you have tools like you have a uh, you have a, a garden hoe and then you have a, a hammer uh, if you accidentally use those like if you leave it equipped and you accidentally use it against a, a monster uh, it'll break like um, like I can use my hammer to break a thousand stones um, but I accidentally bring it to battle and I hit somebody with it, it, it breaks. Um, really and then I have, to, I have to go find another hammer uh, so I can break stones to collect uh, ore and things like that. Um, so that is my one, which there may be a blacksmith in the game. I just may, maybe not fi- found it yet. Uh, I, I, my other complaint was the inventory system, which, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a hoarder, uh, especially with games like this. Uh, Skyrim, Fallout, I keep everything. But there's always a house to go to and a locker or something where you can put all these items into, which I have heard um, at a certain point in the game that you do get an option uh, in Zelda. So I, I can't wait to find that because I, I can't get rid of anything. All of my crafting items and crafting materials. So um, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to find that soon. But really, I, I don't have any other complaints about the game. Uh, just that one thing. Um, all right. anything, anything else, Graham? No, I think that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Have you played while taking a poop? Yes. <laughs> okay. So that was that was the last part of this question. Uh, I have not yet. Uh, I, haven't today, really, <laughs> I, I haven't really taken it. I haven't taken it out of a uh, uh, dock mode yet. Uh, I, I'm going to take it. I think to work tomorrow, so everyone can check it out. 
uh, everyone at work has been asking about it, so I'll take it to work tomorrow. But other than that, I like keeping it in the dock. But I do like that option that uh, I'm not locked down, I'm not tied down to the system. And the uh, the USB C, you can I have I have uh, uh, iPad chargers. You can just take the cable uh, with you and take your because uh, uh, those things are expensive. They're like thirty dollars if you get the Nintendo branded ones. Um, mm-hmm. And and I've heard they're proprietary as well, where mm-hmm. um, it knows if you have one. Uh, if you have a proprietary and uh, it won't charge as fast. Um, so I haven't experienced that yet because um, I haven't really taken it with me. But no, I've not pooped it with it yet. I'd be afraid <laughs> I'd drop it on the ground and or, you know, I, anything. Drop All it. Right. <clears throat> all right. So uh, thank you, Raz, Stephen, and Brian. You're all entered in for our month-end giveaway for March. So if you'd like to be entered, send in a question for the show. If it's read while we record the show. You'll be entered as well, and we'll do a giveaway on the final episode of each month. Let's go away. So, with that, that's going to do it, everyone, for episode number 39. We'll be back next week with episode 40 to talk more Switch, Mike. And Fuck off. <laughs> I think he's just jealous. He's jealous. Yeah, of that, the fun that's we're it. Having. I'm jealous. That's jealous like it's of me. all the fun we're having with Zelda. He's stuck with, uh, you know, his Shadow of Mordor and... Yeah, that's 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 it. You got me. So, playing games are three years old. We, yeah. yeah. Or playing games that look six years old. So <laughs> um we'll be back next week with episode number forty. Thank you so much for joining us and listening to episode number thirty nine. Until Thank next you. week, everybody, have a great week. Stay safe and play some great games. We'll and play Zelda. <laughs> play Zelda. Alright, bye everybody.